You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Future of Flushing. I'm Vito Khaleesi. To my right is Jonathan Barron. To my left is Cade Morris. Drafted in the third round of the 2023 Mets draft. Now, why don't you just take us through to start that draft night? What was it like when you saw your name get called? You know, you can't really put yourself there. It's, um, it's kind of just like that experience and that feeling, that rush you get, um, especially with your parents. Like, they, they sacrifice so much for you to be there. Um, so just, you know, just seeing their faces. And I had a couple other people. I had my girlfriend there. Um, I had my aunt there, too. Um, so just kind of sharing that experience with them was huge. Um, just I'll never get something like that again. And you went to the University of Nevada, Reno, not UNLV. Uh, <laughs> talk about your experience in college. You were a reliever at times. In 2022, you broke out. 23, you were the Friday night starter for UNR. So just talk about your, you know, your experience there in general. Yeah. Um, you know, getting there, um, everybody's the guy out of high school. Um, so you kind of get to college, and you kind of have to work through the system. Um, and I was kind of one of those kids that I, I just wanted to play. Um, as a freshman, you know, they – they said, hey, you're probably not going to be a starter, um, might not pitch at all. You know, we just want to get you work. Um, but I said, you know, nah, I, I, I want to play. Mm-hmm. So how can I play? Um, and they said, you know, you got to develop two pitches in the strike zone. Um, so for me, it was the fastball and the slider. Um, so I just kind of had to keep working, you know, flat ground, bullpen, um, just kind of, you know, get somebody to notice. Um, I was just putting my head down grinding. Um, but you're always being evaluated. Um, you get, you know, to college, you're – Everything you do is, is there's eyes on you. Um, so I, w- I was just kind of working through the process, um, got to be a reliever my freshman year. Um, you know, just kind of was that two-pitch mixed guy, um, got outs, um, you know, got my, my team, you know, some outs and big outs. Um, and we en- ended up winning the Mountain West Championship and moved on to the regional. Um, for, so that was like the first time we did that in about 20 years. Um, so that was, that was huge for me, lifting that trophy was, it was awesome. Uh, do you think that playing in a championship game early in your career, like in college, helps you prepare for the future and like get to that level where you can be even more confident in high leverage situations as a pro baller? Yes, um, I do. I think um, the more you know reps you get of anything, um, the more game speed of it. Um, I think that you know you get to this level of pro ball. Um, all, all I want is reps. I want to see how fast the game is, um, how everything's moving. So, so, you know, the more high-pressure situations that I put myself in, you know, the better I'll get in those situations. Um, so I, I, I kind of view it like that, and being able to, you know, kind of pitch in some big innings my freshman year kind of allowed me later on in my college career just to kind of, you know, sit back and be like, okay. And then, you know, look out for the younger guys. Some guys haven't, you know, played in some situations before. Tell them, you know, what I went through, my process, and kind of guide them through it. Speaking of championship games, you made your pro ball debut the day the FCL Mets clinched the division. What was that like, both, you know, getting into the game, making that pro debut, which I'm sure was a huge deal, and then also you guys wind up popping the bubbly. It was grape <laughs> juice, I'm assuming, but just the entire thing. Yeah, sticky bus ride home, I'll tell you that. Okay. Um, <laughs> that no, must have been kind of gross. Yeah. No, it was fun. It, it was one of those, you know, memories you look back and go, man, that, that was awesome. Um, but, you know, I, I just really wanted, you know, I, I wasn't a part of their season um, like crazy, so I just wanted to go in there and do my job, um, get out there, you know, be able to, you know, keep it a close ball game so I don't, I don't look like the bad guy, you know, <laughs> who's this guy coming in here giving it up. 
Um, but it, it was kind of like one of those experiences. I just wanted to go in, get, get my feet under me, um, got out of the game, and then I, I just enjoyed it with the guys. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of the, the guys that from the Dominican Republic, um, Venezuela, all, all these guys from different cultures, you know, they, they appreciate baseball differently than we do. Um, and you kind of like get a, a different outlook and go, wow, like there's a lot of passion for this game right now. Um, and, and it kind of like gives you your joy of baseball back almost. You know, you, you kind of like, man, this is a game and you're, you are supposed to have fun. Um, so I, I think there was a, there was a run there um, in that game where he was, guy was trotting around second base and he got to third and all, everybody exited the dugout and they were waving, let's go, let's go. And they all called him safe at the same time. And I, I've never seen anything like that. Like there was 14 dudes out of the dugout calling the guy safe instead of the umpire. So I think the umpire was a little scared. He's like, oh, if I call this guy out, I'm going to get you know, pummeled or something. But it, it, it was an awesome experience. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now you talk about you entering the team at that point. It wasn't just you. It was a ton of people coming to the FCL Mets team at that time. Have you gotten along with the guys who came in at the same time? And is there just this excitement about the level of talent that came into this already pretty stacked team at the same time? Yeah, um, it, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you get there and, and you start, you know, just just picking some brains. Um, you know, you, you just ask questions, um, see, you know, kind of like what, what everybody's like, um, personalities, you know, how they play ball. And, you know, there is a language barrier between some of us. Um, but, you know, there's translators in the dugout. You know, you got people that speak both. English and Spanish, so you, you kind of get it done, and, and, and all in all, it, it's just a fun time, you know. For Mets fans who have seen your name but might not know that much about Cade Morris, both the pitcher on the mound, and then Cade Morris off the field, why don't you tell Mets fans a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, you know, pretty fun guy. Um, well, I could tell, by the way. <laughs> I could tell that. Uh, no, I mean, you know, I just, I just want to be, you know, 100% authentic, 100% um, of the time. I think that there is a good you know, separator of me when, when I get between those white lines, um, you know, I'm a different man. You know, I, that's, that's straight business. Um, I think that Kobe, you know, sums it up pretty well. He puts that mask on and he, he gets that Mamba mentality, you know. Um, so I kind of like look at that and be like, okay, there is a switch that you, you kind of got to throw away that nice guy and be, be that dog. Um, so so I, I, I take, you know, consideration into that. And when I'm off the field, I like to be laid back. You know, you can't be all Mm-hmm. Uh, this 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 dog all the time. You gotta have to have that yin and that yang. So I, I think that you know off the field, I'm a pretty chill guy and down to earth. Now you brought up the Lakers. Assuming you're a Lakers fan. Yes. I want to ask you a few Lakers questions. Okay. Number one, does the bubble title count? <laughs> Mickey Mouse ring. I, I like to call really? it the Mickey Mouse. You ring. don't even like it. Um, no, I I think that when you when you get down to it, everybody had the same chance. Right. So, you know, everybody goes, oh, yeah, it's, you know, abbreviated ring, whatever. But, you know, if the Golden State Warriors won it, they, all the Golden State Warriors fans in my area would go, oh, look at our ring. So I, I don't think it's, you know, everybody had the same chance. Everybody had the same, 
you know, conditions in the bubble. So I, I, I do believe it counts, um, but it just sucks that it was, you know, how, how it was. Does LeBron get his number retired at the end of his career as a Laker, or does he get a statue, or neither? Oh, man. Uh, I no don't, statue. No I don't, statue. No statue. No, no statue, statue for sure. Um, you think a better chance at a retired number over a statue? Statue is uh, like statue is a bigger deal. A bigger deal. Than no shot. Yes, yes, it is. No shot. Yeah, no, a statue. No, statue nobody is. can wear your number ever again versus a, a piece of metal outside of a stadium. Mm-mm, he's wrong. Statue is a bigger deal. Yeah, statue. Statue, statue is, is a bigger, bigger deal. deal. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that his number. Um, but then again, he's wearing six, and then going back to twenty-three, wearing six again. So are they going to retire both numbers? I imagine they don't do 23. Yeah, I, I would think they do six. Um, maybe we'll, we'll see how this next year goes and the years following and how he treats, you know, the, the Laker nation as he goes on. But I, I do see um, a number being hung in the Raptors. Wow. Yeah. So you're from the Northern California area. You're an L.A. sports fan. Um, but you also are kind of close to the Modesto area. Yeah. And uh, you told us that you grew up going to Modesto Nuts Games, a single-A affiliate. So why don't you just talk about that experience? Right now you're in minor league baseball, but you used to go watch minor league baseball, and it sounds like you had some good times in your day watching minor league ball. Yeah, yeah, that was you know Modesto Nuts were like that 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 ballpark that was the closest to me. It was 15 minutes away, um, and I, I just loved baseball. Like I, I still do, obviously. But it, at that at that point in my age, you know, I, I was just like, man, like just to see a ball game, like it. I don't care who it is, um, and then you know. Kind of watching him be like, hey, one day that's going to be me, and you know I'm I'm one step step away from being being that ball player that I used to go and watch. So it, it's kind of a surreal moment, um, and, and it's 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 really it's really cool because I used to go to the games and get the autographs, and now I get autograph people asking, hey, can you give me an autograph? And I'll be like, you know, you're not probably not going to remember who I am, you know, in four, <laughs> four years, but hey, you know, give them an autograph because it, it's just a memory for them, you know. I. I I always remember like certain players just because they gave me their autograph. So if I if I can make a little memory, then that's that's the world. That's awesome. Do you have any memories from those games specifically? Yeah. So I, there used to be this blow up, you know, inflatable like pitching net, um, and I, I used to you know try to throw it as hard as I could. They had a whiteboard up that you marked down who had the hardest throws, and you know they would put their age, and I would always be like the youngest youngest kid on the whiteboard. So I'd always like just run up and throw it as hard as I could and put my name down and be like, you know, take a picture next to the whiteboard. So that was a that was a unique experience. For How me. hard were you throwing at this time? Oh man, I, <laughs> what were I, you hitting? I was probably like around like seventy-seven. At what like, age? Uh, man, I was like nine, ten. What? Yeah. I, okay. I mean, it was it makes a, sense. I mean, we're sitting here talking <laughs> to you, so I guess that checks out. You're not an accountant right now. <laughs> no. No. All right. Well, we got one more question for you. We ask everyone this. So we want to know, when Cade Morris makes that big league debut, he's taking his warm-up pitches on the big league mound, what's the song playing going to be? That's, that's a really good question. Um, Till You Can't by Cody Johnson. I think that that, that song, um, you know, there's, there's really good meaning in that song. And I think that when you go to the ballpark, you know, you, you kind of have that that visual and that sound, like it, it's all a memory. It's all the one memory. So if you have that that song that kind of pieces it all together for some people and, you know, it just make that moment more surreal for myself. Awesome. Well, Cade, thanks so much for doing this. Best of luck this offseason and we look forward to seeing you next spring training. Thank you.